Do you think uh, Do you think hopping on a cock is going to catch on? Hopping on a cock. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. You're the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. <laughs> it isn't as delayed as it was. <laughs> Good. It's getting that a little better. Good. We're getting better. <laughs> this, the sound quality might sound a little off because we're doing things a little different. Uh, just editing time, uh, just because of the service I have and where I'm at, uh, it's about twice as long as the episode. So the last episode took me three hours. The episode before took me five hours. So this is actually through our Discord, through my phone, through the mixer. And for some reason, <laughs> the quality of this is... Or, what the the delay there is no delay and we're not getting any um feedback yeah. stuff so so i think the the big reason for this as well for me personally is that i know the last couple episodes you've cut some of the stuff that i've said yeah out yeah and i want it all here <laughs> i just want it all here clear not digitized at all it, some so. of it i told you i was like yeah it's just you know that point <laughs> you made was really good but i had to cut it because it was it just didn't sound good when in actuality, I just didn't like what you said and I cut it out. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll never know. I'll never know. Yeah. I, I delete the, the master copy after we're all done after I have it edited. So yeah, you will never well, it's know. It's on your computer. So even if you didn't delete it, I'd never, I'm not like mission impossible. <laughs> click, 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 click. I, I want to hear, I want to see what my point was that he deleted that bastard. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Actually, this is uh, a good idea. Lowry actually has been kind of talking to me about this. We've been well, talking back and forth about it. Um, the numbers have dropped off quite a bit, and uh, talked okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, we I get it because the thing is, is people aren't commuting right now, so it's kind of hard to listen to podcasts. And you made a good point when we were texting back and forth that you know, maybe we should shorten up our episodes because that's kind of the daunting thing is we had an hour and a half episode followed by another hour and a half episode. And with people not commuting, I mean, that takes like freaking a week to listen to one episode. And I know my normal casts, um, I only listen to maybe one, one and a half, and I don't even listen to all of them. Stuff that I normally would have a daily cast that I listen to would be, I'd listen to every day. I don't right now. It's just because I don't have time uh, with the kids not being in school or in daycare, they're around all the time. So I really can't. And I don't know if that's the same for you. You mm. only had a couple that you were listening to, but I don't know if you've noticed anything different with how you do things as your habits. Uh, I don't, my, yeah, my biggest thing is like my kids not taking as long a nap anymore. So I don't, you don't have your free time. I don't have as much time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think, um, so yeah, shortening the episodes and maybe we're going to be putting out more than one a week. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of the goal is to just like break it up into more manageable segments for, or just episodes for people to be able to listen to. And then you're also able to pick and choose if you're like, I don't really care about that one. I don't have to listen to it. That's fine. Just click on it and then exit out. And then we get the numbers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good point, Larry. Good point. Way to, way to sell that. That's good. <laughs> Give us our downloads. That's all we care about. Um, <laughs> but that, that is a good point. We it, It's going to be more in the format of one segment episodes. And so 
this one, as of right now, so we're going to be recording a couple here in a row. This one is episode 113. Uh, if you're, if this bug, if you're bugged by the quality right now, just let you know, probably by our next episode, a couple of things may have happened. Uh, most likely Lowry will have his second child. Uh, Woo. Uh, and that's actually why we're going to record a couple in a row because we don't know when they're, <laughs> when baby number two is Any coming. And Any day. We thought it was going to be yesterday. Yeah. But- we almost recorded yesterday cause we were like, Oh shit, we got to get this done. Cause you're going to have baby. And we're, <laughs> So that's one. And then two, I'm actually should be in my house by that point. And actually I'm getting my internet started this week on Monday. So, uh, if you hate the quality of this episode or the next couple, it'll get better because we'll have a lot better service and stuff. We still won't be together, which kind of sucks. I won't be able to see Lowry or the new baby for a, what was their baby's name again? Or do you mind saying it's going to be Elise Elise? I like it. What, what planeswalker yep. is that? I don't yep. know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I could not, uh, it is, it's a German name. And so it's, uh, I uh, wasn't able to get a, uh, a planeswalker in there at all. <laughs> Fairly disappointed in myself. Not mad. Just disappointed. Larry. See, I'll just nickname her, her a, <laughs> what would you name? A planeswalker. What's I could a, probably do that. What's a, what's an E planeswalker name? I don't know if it has to be E, just one that I like. And we're like, hey, Kiora, why are you calling me that? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, I just like calling her Karn, uh, you know. <laughs> Ugin. <laughs> hey, Karn, come in for dinner. <laughs> is, this, is this his kid a girl? Why is he calling her Karn? That's weird. <laughs> Karn's just a robot with a male spark, but whatever. Oh, so yeah, so that's <clears throat> the gist of this. We're going to be doing this this way. Uh, let us know if you guys like this version. We actually kind of pulled some people, well, people on our Discord thought our it was Discord. a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I talked to a few people and they thought it was a good idea. And so we're going to test this out, see how this works for a little bit. Um, but some things we are going to be going a little more, not more, we're just making more our YouTube presence. So I guess more. We're just not taking away from the podcast we just might do some more things we're starting to transition a little bit more i have started the proxy time videos so if you ever want to see uh when a post on twitter the proxy of the week stuff you can see how each of those cards are made that week i'm going to try to do that you know some weeks it might not work out and i might just post the proxy of the week card but i'm going to try to do that as a weekly thing because it actually isn't too difficult to cut that up and everything because i don't i just record you know, there are no cuts during it and I just post it basically. So I think it's going to, I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. And then we have a couple other ideas that we'll get to later, but I think we have some pretty sweet stuff lined up here. So, um, this week's episode, what are we talking about this week though? We are just going to focus on the legends from Ikora, Ikoria. There we go. There we go. Fuck the name. <laughs> I'm looking at the words right now. Ikoria, layer of behemoth. No, We're just you know, run through the legends and see what we we like or dislike about them. It, it, you didn't mess up reading. It was uh, our connection. That's what happened, right? Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. Uh, uh, before we get to that, uh, we have a couple things to talk about. We have a new patron, uh, brother Joe, which actually is my brother who donated oh. or is uh, now a oh, patron. Oh, really? I thought he was, uh, <laughs> I thought he was Catholic. Yeah. Brother Joe. <laughs> 
So thanks, Joe, for supporting the show. Uh, that's awesome, especially you know during this time. It's crazy to get new people, you know, supporting the show and stuff. Um, the Discord is a big thing that people have jumped on. We've been playing a little bit. Did you play any games last week? I don't. I think you were busy with the. Well, last week I got one, and this week I haven't though. Okay, yeah. So you've been playing the on the uh, webcam, webcam stuff. Paper. Yeah. yeah. And I've been doing the cockatrice stuff. So both we've been playing with people. Um, do you think, uh, do you think hopping on a cock is going to catch on hopping on a cock? <laughs> I, oh, this is going to be like inside whatever, but the bread emoji <laughs> thing went crazy yesterday. <laughs> Derek, too. Derek jumped on. and was like, Hey, how's it going? And Laurie <laughs> just threw out a bread emoji, not an emoji. Yeah. The, yeah, emoji. Emoji. yeah. <laughs> he's like are, and on are, discord as well bread? Somebody, uh, uh, I think zero cool did a bread uh, emoji joke and then I was able to respond with not a thumbs up but also a loaf of bread <laughs> it was uh, it was really I'm, dumb I'm enjoying the but it was really emoji. funny it just it went on for <laughs> a really really long time bread <laughs> can seriously though what was behind that like why did why did you text bread I, it turned out to be really <laughs> funny but w- w- what enticed you to go bread i have no idea i, just, <laughs> I saw it and it was it was i i always just do like the thumbs up or a smiley face and i'm like bread sounds good because <laughs> like, i don't i don't know if you remember like a year or two i used to emoji like the dolphin with a rainbow over the top and no, then like I don't randomly i don't remember that I, I might have done that to my mom more, and she was just like, "What? <laughs> that might be my new dolphin with a rainbow emoji." So, I was just wanted to know what was going through your head because I, I <laughs> it was just like, "What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense." But then the the jokes that ensued was awesome. It was pure gold. All right. Uh, okay. So. Again, you guys can go on Patreon. That's where you guys can uh, donate to the show. You can become a member of the Discord, chat on there. You can play games with us on there. Uh, also, can get the proxy of the week. Uh, the free way to support the show is go to YouTube and subscribe there, especially since we're going to be starting more videos and stuff there. That might be a good thing to do. And then what else do we have left? Twitter. Uh, you can always email us if you're missing the songs. Then you do the work, and yeah. then we will. <laughs> yeah, as you notice, we didn't do songs again, but that's because we're doing three in a row. And just this new format, there's just so many episodes we're doing. Uh, if you really, really like the episodes or episodes songs, like Larry just said, send us some, and then we'll do them. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, we're we're not going to cut it out. We're just not going to do the work for it. I mean, that's. Let's be honest. <laughs> We're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little too honest, but okay. No, there's just so many other things we have to plan for and get ready for. Well, it is. We're doing a lot more stuff lately. I mean, the, the discord itself is, it's a lot more stuff, you know, we're interacting with a lot of people on there and it's a lot of fun. It's just like a constant text string that's going so but between magic nerds um, are you drinking anything um i had been before we started no beer um okay. well then we don't want to talk about that okay because i'm drinking a what <laughs> are you drinking uh i got a beaver island brewing from st cloud uh hmm. this one's called sweet miss oatmeal stout 
I like the that chocolate one. Chocolate oatmeal milk stout. Oh, you like it? Yep. That one I like. I know you cool. didn't like that one it's as a, much. It's pretty good. Or is it the I don't peanut butter? Having it. I, no, it's like the it. peanut butter one that you didn't like from them. I don't like any peanut butter ones other than like two at this point. Yeah. You said that one a couple weeks ago you liked. You said it was one of your the better ones that you yeah. liked. I'm yeah. having uh, um, uh, Malibu Black, which is like, oh. has the taste of Malibu, but the percentage of alcohol as Captain Morgan. So, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> why are you drinking why are you drinking your sorrows away what the fuck uh i had to make a mixed drink for myself and cindy before or during dinner and you know i just i'm still drinking it so okay there's that oh so you're milking it okay i'm yeah. having a milk stout you're milking your drink there Same thing. <laughs> well, i gotta make this last three episodes i mean come on that's <laughs> funny we're we're trying to do these shorter episodes we're freaking almost 15 minutes in just bullshitting <laughs> we haven't got to the let, let's get let's get to our our damn card well letter. everybody that's the episode <laughs> yeah segment one we'll catch you on uh episode 114 where we actually talk about the cards <laughs> <laughs> every other episode is us BSing and just typing up the next episode, which is actually talking about it. Oh man. Then we never actually talk about cards again. I would get so pissed if I was a listener. I'm like, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get, let's get to it. Legends from Ikoria layer of behemoth. Did you hear the, the chimes? Um, I played, you talked over I the chimes. I okay. Did. I missed it. I, right. I felt bad about it. Cause I only. <laughs> you too. Okay. <clears throat> So no, you got it. You got it. You like this one. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, I was going to, you, you start with the first one. I was just going to say with all these cards, not all of them, but a lot of them have like three different printings with it. So I know everybody's probably already seen all this stuff, uh, but we're just reiterating the legends. We have the Godzilla stuff. So if you buy the mm-hmm. uh, collector boosters, you have, what did, what did you, you read before we uh, actually Got on. Oh, yeah, collect it. So if you buy a box, pre-order it from your a WPN store, you're going to get like a, a promo and then there's a box topper. A, a buy, buy a box and then a special one. And if you pre-order it, you'll get two Godzillas. Um, and then in the collector's boosters, there's one dedicated slot towards a Godzilla card. And that's not only Legends. There are um, some uncommons yeah. and rares that also got that's the treatment. Point. Yeah. Um, so, but the, uh, that's how you get the Godzilla cards if you were so inclined. Yeah. All right. So the first one we're going to start with, is, we're just going alphabetical is, uh, well, it's broke ass or Brokos. Brokos? Apex. Oh no. Broke ass. Broke that's ass. the best one. Yeah, broke, ass. broke ass. Apex of forever. <laughs> it just sounds weird. Uh, but it's two yes. black green and blue for a oh man i don't have my creature type there we go nightmare beast elemental one thing that was interesting with all these i did see somebody post this on twitter each color represents what it is you know like the black if it's a black each one we're gonna have three nightmare goes to swamp beast goes to forest elemental goes to blue Blue. yeah all in the same order of the mana type. Right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. So uh, we talked about mutate before our last episode, last two episodes. So we don't really need to go over it again, but this has a mutate of two. Uh, what is it? Uh, Demir. Demir. So blue and black, blue or black, and then right. green, green. 
this is a 6-6 trampler. And then it's an interesting thing is that you can cast this from your graveyard by using its mutate ability. Mm-hmm. So it's just a continuous going to your graveyard. If this is your commander, I guess it's interesting because you're you're never putting your commands on. You're just putting your graveyard, you know, and you just keep casting it for the same cost, you know, and not getting the, the commander tax. But would you use this as a commander? I mean, you could put it commander? on small creatures like one drops two drops or whatever that becomes six six tramplers or something that has an effect if they deal damage but this one doesn't excite me to be my commander necessarily what about what are you thinking i i i don't think i was this one didn't spark anything for me as my commander i think this goes in like those self mill decks and then being able to cast it from your graveyard is really nice so as a 99 instead of Um, your actual commander Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was thinking, like, if this could go into, like, Citizen Brood Tyrant where you mill it into your graveyard, then you can staple it onto, like, a, a 2-2 zombie and just basically get rid of it. And you uh, made a 6-6 trampler or right. something, you know. Um, and the cool thing that's at, how I see this. At that point is then it's just continuously in your graveyard if you get it out, you know, if it's, as long as it's, you know, part of your 99, you can keep casting this thing as long as it doesn't get exiled. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the next one. Oh, Bane of Monsters. Chevelle. I wish I would have. Chevelle? Chevelle. Chevelle. You know, the sick Ah. band. Chevelle. I should have had this all queued up. You want to play that sounder with uh, Hard Rock? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me pull the volume down and... Chevelle. Chevelle. They're going (laughs) to copyright this one. We're in trouble. Cheville, Bane of Monsters. It's a uh, black, green, swamp, forest, legendary creature, human rogue. It's a 1-3 death touch. At the beginning of your upkeep, if your opponents control no permanents with bounty counters on them, put a bounty counter on target creature or planeswalker an opponent controls. Whenever a permanent an opponent controls with a bounty counter on it dies, you gain three life and draw three card. Or draw card. <sighs> gain we talk- three life and draw card. We talked about this one on the Discord a couple weeks ago. Just so disappointed with this one <laughs> like sure they because you can't you can't have more like this can't give multiple more than one bounty counter if it's in play right you can and do so other creatures be like, giving bounty counters but they don't fit the the colors like that vampire that you made a deck with that does Math, the, yeah mathis and cheville would be great together but but they can't be yeah. um it's and a then partner, bounty right? hunter yeah, God, that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. I'd be down for a a, a, par, a partner with Cheville and Mathis yeah. for sure. That would be, be it. Would work be perfect because it'd be a three color at that point. Three cards that deal with uh, bounty counters, and two of them can't be played together in a in their own deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's there's no so, benefit to him putting bounties besides the player that does it. The thing about uh. Ma- is it Mathis, Ma- Mathis when yeah. you put it on their creature, whoever kills that creature, everybody gets a, a benefit from that. It's not mm-hmm. besides the person that has that creature. This is like, Hey, at least in commander, it's like, Hey, I'm putting this counter on it. You guys should kill it so I can gain three life and draw a card. Fuck. No, they're not going to do that. You know, unless, it, unless it's causing havoc against them. Right. So, that then could, they might, but like if, if you put a bounty counter on the biggest thing and everybody's like, if you attack me, I'm going to kill it. 
But if you don't, oh, you're fine. Like that, that can be a detriment almost, yeah. you yeah. know? And then they're like, well, I'm just going to attack you. <laughs> I guess you got a one, three death touch, but again, all right. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. This card missed for me. I mean, it might be good for the other formats, but our format, I don't really see you playing this card. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not like putting like, if you like, proliferate and get another bounty counter on it doesn't mean that you get to gain six and draw two right it's just you're still it's just just the one and draw card yeah. all right next Boom. one is general kudro of Drenith. uh one white black for a legendary human soldier other humans you control get one plus one uh, when General Kudro or another human enters the battlefield under your control exile target card from an opponent's graveyard Tap two, sacrifice two humans, destroy target creature with power four or greater. Would you play a lot. this in a human deck? Like, would you do this a human tribal? Because you're trying to sacrifice yeah, yeah, I mean, two humans. For sure, you're doing human tribal with this guy. Yeah. Is it... It's kind of like, he's graveyard hate, he's an anthem, and then he also removes when you're sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, three, three for three... Like the stats all kind of check out. There's a lot of weak ish things going on, but I think combined they make it pretty good. Yeah. Pretty decent. I, I like I like the destroying a target creature, like especially if you're able to pump out little humans. Yeah. I think I would like that of course I would like it a, a lot more if it just it didn't have the stipulation of power four or greater, but that's still good. I mean I would I would like it better if I didn't have to sacrifice two humans just pay two to score <laughs> yeah. a target creature. That'd be better. I would I would like it better if it just said tap <laughs> tap a, a a human and then you don't even have to tap mana you Ooh. can just tap the yeah. human. <clears throat> I think I would actually like it better if you just looked at a card while this is in play <laughs> and then destroyed it. You know I think we need to do a new segment that is. Uh, take a card and then just completely change it. <laughs> Make, <laughs> this is how this card should be. And then that should be our segment. Could be fun. And then also drop the color list. So it's just black, white. Yeah. Actually, that might not be a bad Maybe a idea. Hybrid black, white right there. It might not be a bad idea for <laughs> a segment is just go through like bad, cards. bad cards and making them really good. Ooh. Ooh. I don't dislike that idea. Yeah. And then we can start making proxies, <laughs> like actually make those cards. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay. Yeah, this one I, I would Are say you is your, if anything, it's it's not in your 99 necessarily, right? I mean, because you're going to be playing a human tribal, so you're going to kind of want this as your general. Um, but it's I don't not, really know where else to put it. Right. I'm not excited about it, but it's interesting. Uh, the next one, which is something that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, but uh, why don't you? Uh, so, Garuda, this guy's rude. Doom of Death. <laughs> that was colorless. So or, or, no, that was good. <laughs> was so Four lame. colorless, Demir Demir. It's a uh, Demon Kraken 6-6. Six, six. A Kraken. And then I'm, I'm just going to no- do the normal thing and then uh, come back to Companion. Single out Companion. So when Garuda enters the battlefield, each player puts the top four cards of their library into the graveyard, uh, put a creature card with 
uh, and even converted mana cost from among those cards onto the battlefield under your control. Um, that seems pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Companion is something very new, very different. Your starting deck contains only cards with even converted mana cost. And if you do that, if this card is your chosen companion, you may cast it uh, once from outside the game. So we have... And so what that is, Commander, like in your hand. Yeah, Commander having yeah. 101 cards now. If you're playing with this, and then you have to do the stipulation of starting deck contains only cards with even converted mana cost. So like, no Soul Rings, it. no Sensei's Tops. You can't have any of those cards in here. Uh, that, that's that's a big thing. And then also your commander has to comply with that as all as well. Mm-hmm. But then this is automatically um, in it, your hand, which is a kind of, you know, it's like a part of your hand. And you're only casting. It does say only once from outside the game. Mm-hmm. So like, it doesn't go back to the companion zone. <laughs> um, Damn. They should have opened up another zone. I mean, we have the adventure zone. <laughs> we have the command zone, the companion Zion. zone graveyard well so you know what this uh, reminds me like, of it, it, was that? it um was it tiny leaders or no what was that one that was like you had your commander and then you had like a your your general and your uh, there was something oh, capcom that wasn't a yeah. real thing we like we wanted to do that captain commander was that us making that up uh you no 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 it no. was something it was called something else yeah, but where you can't, you can't cast Cap your commander Con. until your captain comes out first. That was what we were oh. kind of, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's all so cut. This, <laughs> so, but uh, your starting deck contains, like, that That restriction only happens if it's the command, uh, companion. Yeah. Um, I think this is a cool commander. I think it's cool on the 99. Um. I think it's a solid card. And the companion part. That really puts um, a handcuff on you. Yeah. And, but I, it, I have seen people commenting on Twitter saying like, it's legit having that extra card when you can play it when, whenever you can is straight legit, even going with those restrictions. Hmm. So this that'll one, be, I think it'll be interesting. I think it's weird that we have 101 yeah. card decks now. Uh, who cares? We already have a hundred. So, what does one more add? <laughs> and Are we tokens. Able to have multiple companions. Uh, if you're able to meet all of them. Man, I actually don't. That's a good question. I thought it was only one, because no, I've never seen anybody say one or. But that's a good question. I haven't seen anybody even bring that up. I guess if this card is your chosen companion, so oh, maybe it's you can one. only choose yeah. to have one companion. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. it is. That, that makes, I guess, more sense. It'd be funny, though, if you could have more than one and you had to meet all the like different stipulations. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the other ones in a bit, but that'd be a interesting deck where you really, there's only one way to build it because there's only these cards that fit that mold. <laughs> you just have all land. Well, the other part of it is, yeah, like you said, it'd have to be five-color commander. It'd have to be an even five-color commander for this one to fit in there. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, next one is Aluna Apex of Wishes. Uh, this is two green, blue, and red for a beast elemental dinosaur. So the dinosaur is the red part. 
It has a mutate cost of three. Uh, man, Lowry. Rule. Yeah, I just I always want to go. Three gruel, two blue. Yeah, I want to go three stomping ground, blue, blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flying trample. Whenever this creature mutates, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land permanent card. Put that card on the battlefield or into your hand. So I do like that option of most of the time, 99.9% of the time, you'll probably put that onto the battlefield. But there might be some cases where you don't want it to be into the battlefield yet. So I do like that it has that option of it can go into your hand. Now this this feels like uh, like a really cool... A cascade? Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you can just set that up. This could be a fun commander. This one I can see playing a little bit more. With more mutate Agreed. cards, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so you can mutate it a bit more. But yeah, I think I think that's a pretty cool card for sure. Alright. Uh you get the next companion. It's Jenga. Uh, Jenga. <laughs> Except it's like not. Sega? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did Sega buy Jenga when we were kids? I don't know. <laughs> Gantha, the Wellspring, four colorless and a gruel uh, for a 5-5 five, five elemental elk. It has a companion. No card in your starting deck has more than one of the same mana symbols uh, in its mana cost. So you can't have like a double green in yeah. the converted mana cost. It has to be one of... <clears throat> but this is a five color. Then, if this is, at your, this is going on a five color deck, which is yeah. interesting because of the next part. Well, and then it taps, and you can add Wooberg uh, to your mana pool. And this mana can't be spent to play generic. Can't be played to uh, spent to play generic mana costs. So no colorless cost. It has yeah. to be a certain color. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, sure. It's interesting. Um, it's weird. This doesn't take a five color commander spot does it i mean this this doesn't become your your general it just like a wooberg it just like deck yeah I, I every every card in your deck has wooberg and you're just able to tap it play cards for free that could be kind of funny yeah but i think just ramos is better than this you know mm, they're different decks i do you know what i think where this should have been maybe though uh, like the creature type should have been maybe elemental bird. And then you could be like, like uh, card name uh, birds of paradise. Yeah. And then it can tap for every color like this. Ah. That could be, that would have been like a good a, flavorful a thing. Card, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like an elk. I don't know. What the, why the <laughs> fuck is it an elk? <laughs> Uh, could you see this being, I'd have to be in a five color deck, but I was going to say being your companion. No. No. Can't, Fuck you. You're not our companion. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean, that, that stipulation of can't be paid to, like, I think that'd be cool to put in, like, a Kenrith deck, but if I tap it, I can't use that mana to for the abilities. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just kind of like I could put the one green towards putting a token on. I just, I don't, I don't see it. But he it's could too do, heavy of a stipulation. Could do every single card in your deck as a five color deck, five color spell, just five. Then you're good, right? Maybe this, uh, yeah. What is the uh, like Fist of Suns deck? Or are you able to like? Oh yeah, I don't know what the deck is. There, um, 
There's the dude from Dominaria. Oh, like, Morphon. Oh, no, no, not Morphon. Uh, well, yeah, Dominaria. More, well, Dominaria. Uh, oh, is yeah, that the... Yeah, it's a flying dude. Oh, I'm not knowing... You pay, one, you pay Wooberg, and then you can cast a card from your hand. And so this oh, helps that. Yeah, isn't that that wizard that does that? Or, yeah. He's like a 4-3 flyer. Yeah. For red, white, blue, colorless, and then you pay five. So, yeah, maybe that goes in... This goes in that deck, or is like a companion with it. Yeah. Maybe that works. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's too much work. I'm, like we said earlier, we're lazy. <laughs> Why, why do we want to work? Exactly. For this kind of stuff. Uh, next one, Kahira the Orphan Guard. One, uh, Selesnia. Selesnia. Hey, I got it. Green, white, green, white. <laughs> you did. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry I stepped on your touchdown call. Uh, this is a cat beast uh, with vigilance. Beast. Each other creature you control that's a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast gets one plus one and has vigilance. Its companion ability is each creature in your deck, your starting deck, is a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast. So there. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what deck uh, I have would to... want to make a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, <laughs> or beast deck. Well, I'm just looking at it. You could do. There are dinosaur decks, dinosaur tribal. There are elemental tribal. I guess there are cat tribals. Nightmare Tribals <laughs> and Beast yeah, Tribals. Nightmare Tribal yeah. is not going to be a thing. But yeah. yeah, this this could be the side piece to a uh, a cat. Yeah, if it's the uh, colors that there one too. seems the most legit. And I can see this going next to the dinosaur decks as well. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Not as your commander, I wouldn't have that. I can... Also, not as a beast. Or nightmare. No, for sure. I don't think there's really like a beast deck. No. I guess. There is nightmares now because of this set, but that's about it. I mean, you have nightmare, the actual card, but <laughs> I don't think that's actually a nightmare. The creature. Type. Not anymore. Yeah. Probably overcosted. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a cool card. I, I think it just, it's at where, you know, in that cat tribal, but also you're not going to be able to, have anything other than cats right maybe or, that's how they are anyway or element yeah i don't think you really have a lot of other things typically eruga cookie crisp cookie crisp um shit. uh karuga the macro sage macro sausage or... <laughs> i like that joke uh three colorless simic <laughs> simic even the second Dinosaur time after <laughs> we've done it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three colorless Simic Simic, 5-4, Dinosaur Hippo. It's uh, when Karuga, the macro sage, enters the battlefield, draw a card for each other permanent you control with converted mana cost three or greater. I like that. Seems solid. Yeah. Uh, you have a companion. Your starting deck contains only cards with converted mana cost three or greater and land cards. That's a little uh, so, interesting. You're you're th- you're hitting only three three cost mono rocks. That just seems a little more tough. I don't know if I'd want it as a companion, but the other part of it, when it enters, you draw a card for each other permanent you control with three or greater. This could be 
not only a 99, but this could be a commander in a way. I mean, it's just drawing, it's a draw engine. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And being able to, yeah, it kind of sucks that it doesn't draw off of itself. Yeah. Because it's other permanents. But again, this can this can draw you a ton of cards. Super cheap right now, too, at 149. It's probably too big of a stipulation. Like, not doing anything for three first turn, three turns, yeah. technically, <clears throat> is... Um, or first two, you know, once you get that third land, then you can start doing stuff. But yeah. again, you can't play Solving, you know, Sensei's Tom, if it's your companion. Um, you could do like cycling cards, adventure cards, split cards. That all works with this if it's your companion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that allows you to do some stuff beforehand. But I, uh, I don't know. I like <clears throat> I like I this know. one a little more as you know the commander. This one I like the best so far of what we've seen for companions, not necessarily as your companion, but as a card in general. Yeah, I can see that. Just drawing a ton of cards is mm-hmm. pretty powerful, and for five, like there's plenty of draw spells in commander at five that draw you a fistful. Yeah, and this can do that. So I can see that. All right. Uh, next one is Kinnan Bonder Prodigy. This is green and blue for a legendary human druid. Uh, it is a 2 2. Whenever you tap a non land permanent for mana, add one mana of any type that permanent produced. Then you can tap five green and a blue. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may put a non-human creature card from among them onto the battlefield, put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. This one could be interesting. Uh, you're oh, it's just fucking stupid. It's just infinite mana with yeah. way too many rocks. And you're able to do your top. Yeah, I mean, that's seven mana to do it, but you're doubling all your stuff or adding an additional. So this could be kind of crazy. But, but I mean, like, if you're infinite mana, then you're just doing this. You just deck yourself almost. So how'd you, you do the infinite man- mana part? Um, I haven't really thought out how to get the green or blue, but just like Grim Monolith continues to untap. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that breaks even. But at Mana Vault, you got any anything that untaps. Basalt Monolith is the big thing. Mm-hmm. So that's like. It'll give you four, pay three to untap it, and then you just get infinite colorless. Just draw a ton of cards, and but you, like you said, you need that blue. And, I mean, you, blue and green, but I'm sure there's a way to get sure. that as well. But even if you just do it easily, you know, five times in a turn, you're you're pretty far ahead at that point. Yeah. And then you just still have infinite mana backed up like this this card's probably it's going to be used right yeah it's going to be used it's going to be not only like as a commander but in blue blue green decks you know because that benefit that he has with whenever you tap a non-land permanent add one more is pretty damn good you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty gross i mean good or would you put it in blue green or would you not want to just because of that well, you just don't play things that go infinite with it, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, if you got it, why not flaunt it? Right? <laughs> yeah. Touche, salesman. All right. So I'm, that's how I'm going with Calamax right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see that deck. Mr. Climax. 
All right, so you got Mr. King Kong next. King Kong, and that's not even an alternate art. Uh, Kogla, the Titan Ape, three colorless green, uh, forest, forest, forest. This is a seven, six ape. When Kogla, the Titan Ape, enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control, which is cool. Whenever Kogla attacks, destroy target artifact or enchantment, depending on player controls, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can play a uh, colorless and the green return target human. Uh, you control to its owner's hand. Kogla gains indestructible until end of turn. So potentially killing a creature, potentially or probably dealing dealing with artifacts and enchantments, and then can protect itself by returning humans to its hand. This does a lot. Yeah, it does. Uh, I can see this going a lot of green decks. I, the human part might not help as much, but there are a lot of humans. I mean, they're the most common um, creature type, so you could probably make use of that but the other two parts of it are pretty sweet you know you're fighting potentially killing something you should be killing something with a seven six and then when you're attacking you're destroying artifacts and enchant or enchantments that's pretty Mm -hmm. sweet no this card does a lot it's 99 cents right now and i i can see it the, the three green is what's holding this back for sure yeah interesting that big of a creature doesn't have uh i think you said that on the discord doesn't have trample yeah, that's all right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want trample on here if it put it up to like four colorless and three green. This is already doing a lot, so yeah. <clears throat> I'll just play ranker, right? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, well, you have all these uh, trample counters. Maybe that—that's what they were thinking. You're just putting trample counters on them, anyways. That's possibly a good point. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's possibly a good point. <laughs> I think that was a compliment. Luris <laughs> uh, of the Dream Den. Uh, one Orzov Orzov. Yes. What are you? White, black, white, black. I need to have like a little oh, chart. You, uh, oh, we skipping the Planeswalker? You're right. You're I, right. Yeah, yeah. Um... I need a little chart of my colors. <laughs> I know it if I sit there and think about it for a second, but yeah. Anyway, Orzhov, 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 Cat Nightmare, uh, three two. It has Life Link. During each of your turns, you may cast one permanent spell with Convert Amount cost two or less from your graveyard. It is a companion, or it can be your companion. Each permanent card in your starting deck has Convert Amount cost two or less. Yikes. Which is weird because he's three. <laughs> <laughs> so your commander has to be two or less. Has to be black, white. Um, you know, maybe it goes in a Karlov deck. Uh, this, is, this is totally your commander, you know? Yeah, being able to play stuff like I'm, I would love to have this as my commander for sure. Yeah. For sure. And then just being able to replay one thing uh, during each of your turns. So it has to be your turn. Um, and it stinks that it's cast. It'd be sweet if it was play, because then you could be playing your fetch lands over and over and over again. But it does say yeah, cast. That'd be fucking bonkers, right? Yeah. That'd be too good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give Black White a Crucible of Worlds on the creature. <laughs> How's that going to go? That's better than a crucible world that can go anywhere to anything. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, no, no, I could yeah, see this I being played. This is a really cool card. I love this card. Yeah, but I wouldn't play it as my companion. That man, that just seems such a handcuff. What are you gonna? How are you gonna win with two? <laughs> it'd be interesting, but two cost spells, spells for white and black. Yeah, but X spells like because it's X is zero. Yeah, in the converted mana cost, so you could do that. Sure. But yeah, you're you're limiting yourself quite a bit there. Yeah. Um, and I have not, I haven't tested any of these but companion it, ideas out. If if this is going to be a companion, might as well just make this one your commander. You know, like so much better sure. being your commander because then you have access to everything. You know. Yeah. Don't put this as your command companion unless you're crazy. <laughs> unless you're crazy. Uh, There's plenty of people that are crazy out there. Yeah, they want to be tested. So the next one we will just mention, but we can't, didn't we talk about this one being banned already? No, we haven't. It's banned. This okay. next one is banned. We'll just, do uh, Lutri, the spell chaser. It's an otter, which looks really fucking sweet, but it's banned. Yeah. So we're going to skip it. Yeah. All right. Why don't you do the next one? Since that one was banned. Uh, Nethroy, uh, Nethroy apex of death. This is two colorless white, black, green, it is a 5-5 five, five cat nightmare beast. Yeah, yeah, they do play around with the, the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever this, uh, it has, it's a 5-5 five, five death touch lifelink. Uh, whenever this creature mutates, return any number of target creatures total power 10 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And it's mutate is four colorless Selesnia, uh swamp swamp. So. Interesting. This seems. I like the. <clears throat> I mean, as your commander, you're putting this in a mutate deck. This is one of the few that the mutate is higher because its mutate ability is ridiculous. But if you, every time you mutate it, geez. so I, I got a question. I thought about uh-huh. this today. If mm-hmm. we talked about mutate on the first or two weeks ago, or yeah, two weeks ago, <clears throat> and how the ability works that if it's targeting a creature and they kill the creature, it still comes out into play. My question is, does it get the mutate ability? Because the creature isn't there, so I don't think you get that mutate ability. Even though you cast it for its mutate cost, I don't think you get that ability, right? Oh, I don't I don't think you I don't think it officially mutated. Yeah. Because you kill I, I don't think so. You think of the creature as it actually is mutating. They kill it. This just comes out as the creature. Even if the cost is less, well in this case it'd be more, uh, you don't get the mutate even though you're casting it for the mutate, it doesn't actually mutate, right? The other thing with mutate is that when me and Adam were discussing stuff today, it's you have technically haste. So yeah. if you're casting Nethroi for the mutate and you're putting it on whatever creature, you get to attack with that creature. It's not like even if you put Nethroi on the top or the bottom, you you just get to attack with it. It's Well, stipulate that by that creature. That has haste, but... <clears throat> But that creature has to have had gone through a turn. You know, it has to not have summoning yeah. sickness. So it can't be like you cast a land of war elves and then you cast this on top of land of war elves that same turn. Yeah, that definitely does not have haste at that point. But ideally, when you're casting this, the creature has gone through a turn and it doesn't gain yeah. summoning sickness. Yeah, and I think that was. I think that's the major point. It's not haste. It's just whatever creature that you mutated 
is still that creature and it has all of those. Yeah. Um, not necessarily abilities, but you know, it's going to have the abilities at the top and the bottom, but wherever you put that creature just, just for mutating, it still has the, it doesn't have summoning sickness anymore. Just think which that I it's, found heart, interesting. it's heart is still the same. It hasn't changed. It just has a mutation to it. So it's, it's not summon sickness anymore. It just now has another body part. So you can attack think, with another body part. Like it's more like an, it, it makes me feel like it's more like an aura this way as well. Mm-hmm. To whereas it doesn't necessarily affect that. Yeah. Good, sweet. I, I could I could run this as a commander mm-hmm. for sure. For sure, yeah. I can see myself. I don't think I'm going to because... There's too many. <laughs> There's too many things to pick. Uh, right. pretty- yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I like that one. Uh, next one is uh, Obosh, the Prey Piercer. Three and hang on, hang on, hang on. Rack. Oh, Rakdos. Rakdos, oh. Rakdos. Uh, if a source you control with an odd convert a monocost would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that player, permanent or player instead. Uh, companion, uh, your starting deck only contain odd converted monocost and land cards. So we have our odds and we have our evens. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Again, I think I'd rather just have this as my commander so that I can continually have this in play and like at my disposal. Yeah. But okay, with yeah, a yeah, ton yeah. of odd converted the com- mana cost. The companion is interesting because it's, it's trying to add that extra card to your deck, uh, but you just got to meet the stipulations of it. But it's like, a lot of times these are just better to be your commander. I get that having, you know, if you think about it, you have seven cards when you start plus your commanders, you have eight. Now they're trying to add a ninth card that does help, but the the Mm -hmm. stipulations sometimes are so high that that doesn't, it doesn't work as well. So I'd much rather have this, like you said, as a commander than my companion. I think it's sweet. Doubling damage for five. Mm -hmm. That seems awesome. And they oh, fixed man, that. They fixed that so much because you remember, like Furnace Wrath or whatever, where everybody's damage is doubled. So it's just like, man, do yeah. I really want people to just kill me? But they've, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so right. next card is pretty ridiculous, and Derek made this uh, deck. Yeah, Rael the Everwise. Uh, it's a colorless blue and a red for an O three human wizard. Rael the Everwise gets plus one plus oh for each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard. And then this is the main part. Pay attention. Whenever you discard one or more cards for the first time each turn, draw that many cards. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. So good. Wheels are going to be really good here. Any of the other discard stuff. But it's the first time yeah. each turn. One or more cards for the Faith, first So it's the first time every, every yeah, turn. But yeah. just a faithless looting draws you two, discards two, draw another two yeah. for one red mana. This is just silly. Holy moly. That's, that's a lot of card draw just off that one. I think there's careful study. You know, just thinking, um, like you're saying, like a wheel effect. If mm-hmm. you have like four cards in your hand, you're drawing seven but you discarded four. So you're really drawing 11. That's, that's better than what other people are doing. (laughs) 
Um, uh, and then you're just making her a huge, it can be a threat to like an X three. Yeah. If book. somebody's wide open and you have that many instants and sorceries in there. Yeah. This could be brutal. You can get in that way. So, but yeah, she seems sweet. She definitely seems buildable. And this could fit in 99 as well. You know, like I can see this going to my Niv-Mizzet deck. Um, Necrosar. Necrosar, I would say most Necrosar decks, I don't think mine would work as much. I do have Wheel of Fortune, Windfall, the, the, the big guys, but I don't have a lot of drawing to discard, you know, like Faithless Looting and all that stuff. Oh, this is going to be really good in Locust God. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, but yeah, that'll be good in this one too. But whatever. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I'll probably be playing this card quite a bit in my, like I said, it'll go in my Niv Mizzet deck for sure. Should yeah. be interesting. All right, next one is Snap Dax, Apex of the Hunt. Uh, one red, white, and black. And then we have a, what is it? Dinosaur, cat, nightmare. Lots of cats with all our white. Uh, it has double strike. It is a 3-5. Whenever this creature mutates, it deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls, and you gain four life. Its mutate cost is two Rakdos, white, white. Um, this is decent. The four damage when it mutates, deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker. And you gain the four life. I like the double strike on it too. So it has a little bit of everything. So you have the damage. I don't know. Which one would that Removal, fit? Removal, some life gain, yeah. a threat. Relatively cheap. Like a four for all that. For a colorless red, white, black, three, five, double strike. It's good. Yeah. I can uh, see myself building with this. I was going like to say commander really wise. Yep. Yeah. Voltron y kind of type thing there. Mm hmm. Uh, all right, and then we have an ooze. What ooze do we have? Glory the Collector. Uh, two colorless. Golgari, Golgari. Uh, this is a 4-5 ooze, and then when Umari, or Umori, uh, enters the battlefield, choose a card type. Spells you cast of the chosen type cost one less to cast. And then this is also a companion. So each non-land card in your starting deck shares a card type if it's your compa companion. So tribal. Like, it's got to fit in a tribal deck, basically. I think it has to be a creature deck. Oh, card type. Yes. No, not like the uh, creature type. It's card type. You're right. Oh, yeah. It's card type. Because your commander has to meet the... Unless it's a Planeswalker yeah, deck. Back, so <laughs> it could be. Yeah, an all-Planeswalker deck. Ooh. Um, you could have, like, one of the gods be your commander, so that's, like, creature or enchantment. You could mm -hmm. go that route. I think it has to be a creature deck. If Each non-land card in your starting deck shares a card type. But it wouldn't be... It would have to choose one or the other, wouldn't it? You'd have to either go... If you did the god, it'd have to all be either creatures or all enchantments because they each have to share it, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but like it has to be one of those, whatever's attached to your commander. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Like your commander has to meet those. Yeah. 
um, conditions. So you can't have like an all instant deck. Yeah. Because your commander's not an instant. So companion wise, companion wise, I don't think this works well uh, as a commander. Still a little meh on that one. Maybe in a tribal deck, this would work pretty well. But still, just like a creature, creature heavy or whatever heavy. Yeah. Because you could be like, you could put this into a, like an artifact deck, and then your artifacts cost one less. It's kind of expensive for that. I guess choose a card type. You're right. Yeah. So you do a card type. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like this one in general. This one doesn't stick out to me. do anything for you? No. Yeah. I just feel like there's other things that make your spells cost one less that are cheaper than this that I don't know. This seems to be decently expensive. The nice thing is, is that it does have some flexibility there. Yeah. Because oftentimes, you, you know, you, you get to choose when it comes to this. Yeah. The others are like artifacts or yeah. uh, instant sorceries, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so at least that one has a little bit of flexibility in that regard. All right. Next one, Vadrock's Apex of Thunder. This is one of our cheapest mutators. Blue, red, and white for a elemental dinosaur cat. Uh, we have flying first strike three, three. Whenever this creature mutates, you may cast target non-creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. It's mutate is one, uh, wait, wait, wait. Selesnia red, red, right? No. Damn Azorius. It. Azorius. Dang it. This is why I don't guess. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Selesnia is the green, green, white. Damn it. Damn you, Scuba Steve. Uh, this one, mutate-wise, seems okay. Flying 3-3 three, three for 3. Flying first strike 3-3. Three, three. The first time I looked at it, I was not. I was like, it's not the next Snapcaster Mage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, the more I look at it, I'm like, ah, it's kind of a threat at the end of it. If I know there's that octopus um, mutate card that uh, seems to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how many, like, mutate cards you're going to have in blue, red, white. Like that's the thing is like, once you get the set, then you can start going like, Oh, I like that. I do like that. This could make a deck, but like Vadrock as your commander and then just like mutate onto things and be able to recast stuff. Like maybe this just works well in a divine deck, you know, where you're able to just like mutate one time, recast something from your graveyard, double that up. Yeah. Um, uh, like maybe it's your commander and you just mutate it a couple times. Not exciting, but I'm going to mutate as well. I don't know so, if I, I would never, I not never, but I wouldn't, I don't see myself building a deck with this one. I can see myself doing that. I kind of, I kind of like this ability. I think it's just, you just gotta. You either gotta have enough like mutates. Yeah, you just either have to have enough mutates in your yeah. deck, or just plan on casting this a lot, mm-hmm. killing mm-hmm. it and casting it. So, like for four mutate, that's not bad. But for six, I don't know if I want to pay six for that, mm-hmm. and definitely not eight. Like that's just. Yeah. It's only really a good return on the first time you do it. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Oh, because then you maybe you mutate it the first time, and then the second time you just pay five for a three-three flying first strike, and hope you can mutate it some other way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> good at this game. No, I'm, not good at- <laughs> I'm not good at this game. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I'm so hot right now. <laughs> All right, we got our last Do I couple get to talk cards. About Winona <laughs> yep, you got Winona. Winona. Winota, joiner of forces. This one's just going to be Winona Ryder for right. me. Winona. Two colorless, red, white, four four human warrior, legend. Uh, whenever a non-human creature you control attacks, look at the top six cards of your library. Uh, you may put a human creature card from among them into the battlefield, tapped and attacking. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Put the rest of the cards uh, on the bottom of your library in a random order. So this is interesting because you have to have a mix of humans and non-humans, you know, to hit Mm -hmm. what you want to hit here. So this has an interesting build type to it. I like the idea because you don't have to attack with this. This can just be out and then you attack with a beast and then you're revealing a human, then you don't have to worry about that human dying, but it's also tapped and attacking, which is really interesting. More pressure on the board. Yeah. I like the idea. Just like, are you 50, 50 with humans and non-humans there? So you can, cause it's whenever a non-human. So if you have multiple non-humans attacking, you can do this multiple times and then having humans yeah. attack, you know? Yeah, and that seems like a lot of pressure, and mm-hmm. it seems really solid. Like this could be fun. This not as a commander. Like if you played this as like a sorcery, a two colorless red white sorcery, if you like da 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 da, that'd be a good card, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's a ton of like advantage as as a card, and and in red white. So that that seems like a a force stipulation that's well worth it. Yeah. You know. If it was just, what if it was a companion? It was like half your deck, half, half your creatures have to be human. The <laughs> other half have to be non-human. Like I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But the cool thing with this is a lot of times you might see this card and it has to be one of the ones attacking. The cool thing is you don't have to, you just have to get it out into play and let your other mm-hmm. stuff do their, their thing, you know? And it just sits back yeah. as a blocker, a four, four for four. That's pretty decent right there. And yeah, giving that indestructible to the human that's cheated in play is super nice too, because most of the time you just be like, well, it's a little dinky, nothing. It's just going to die. Yeah. You know, in this way, it's just like, well, maybe it doesn't die. Probably doesn't die. Right. <laughs> no, this could be, uh, this maybe, could be interesting deck to build. I, this one mm-hmm. piques my interest a little bit. Cool. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome to uh, see if you build with that. Winona Ryder is the card. <laughs> Winona, it has uh, Stranger Things, her and Stranger Things, just uh, in the upside exactly down. Exactly what the card's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have Super Turtle as our next one, which is uh, Yadaro Wandering Monster. It is five and two red for a dinosaur turtle. Uh, this is an eight eight with trample and haste. It has cycling, one colorless and a red. Whenever you cycle it, shuffle it into your library from your graveyard. If you cycled this card, or if you cycled a card named this four or more times this game, put it into the battlefield from your graveyard instead. 
uh, I see this more not in commander as much. I mean, it's still good, I, I guess, as a creature. Uh, I think we had talked about it before. You had mentioned um, Perforos, the, the bronze blooded would be pretty good with this. But not for the yeah, cycling. Okay. It's just more for the trample and the haste eight eight that you're playing. You know. Yeah, but even even the cycling's nice when you're like, well, I got a fat hand. I need right. to draw like into another land or some artifact ramp and get to the fat. Like this, this allows you to play play with it early or late. And if you do cycle it early, you have a chance to draw it later. Yeah. So I think that's I think it's a really cool card, and I I do like it. I don't know if I have a place where I'd put it. Because you you wouldn't play it necessarily, um, put it in your deck for the eight eight trample haze part, really. I mean, you would. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, because the continuous p- potential of either. cycling is kind of nice. Like you're saying, like cycle it, potentially get it again. It's almost like a card draw in a way, you know. That's yeah. That's how I would see it. Maybe maybe it's something worth in like the Victus Asmati deck, where um, early game I don't have a lot going on. I need to draw something. And then I can just draw it. And then later on it's in my deck and maybe I cheated into play. Mm-hmm. Does enough for me, but the, the cycling part definitely makes me peak, uh, peaks my interest. And, um, I like it. It's a fast, it's a haste turtle. Come on. Right. Well, I mean, I'll What's go in. Love? <laughs> it's, it's a fast turtle. It somehow has it is, haste. I, the the only thing that I regret about this is that this this card should have went into a Mario themed art set, and then this could be the red turtle, and then you have like a blue turtle, <laughs> blue flying shell. Like, it's a good point. It does look I think like that, that a little they bit. missed an opportunity there. <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta talk to Nintendo about that one. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I think they maybe they just reprinted if that, that ever happens again. Yeah. Uh, all right. You're on the second to last card here. Oh, this even works. But um, Yarion Sky Nomad, three colorless Azorius Azorius. It is a four five, uh, and whenever Yarion enters the battlefield, exile any number of other non-land permanents you own and control. Return those cards to the battlefield at the beginning of the next end step. That's interesting. The own and control. Yeah, yeah. Return those cards to the. It's weird because they always, when it comes to blinking cards, I feel like it always says return those cards under your control. Yeah. At the beginning of the next end step. So would if you were blinking somebody else's creature? Oh, they normally say come into play under owner's control. Right, but it's already assumed here because you own it. You own it and control it. I guess how I'm reading is permits you own and control. You have to hit in both those stipulations. So you may own it, but might not control it. So you can't bounce that one. But most, most of the time when the wording afterwards, so return those cards to the battlefield at the beginning of the next 10 step. So should almost say return those cards back to owner's control. So even if you were bouncing something of your control, but it was somebody else's, that w- those bouncing normally go back to the owner's control. Right, but I think what this, this is saying, what this is saying here is, exile any number of other non-land permits you own and control. So if you don't own it, but you're controlling it, you can't bounce that. You get what I'm saying? So if I stole one of your creatures, 
uh-huh. and it's on my side. I can't bounce that because I control it, but I don't own it. It's saying own and control. It's not own oh. and or control. You have to have both yeah, stipulations. Yeah. You're right. So, so if they own it, you can't bounce it back to you. And if right. you own their thing, you can't bounce it and it goes back to them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was reading it wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's, it, you're right. So you have to because own it they, and control it, which is going to be most of your stuff. They typically do say return it back to the battlefield under owner's control. So you're totally right. That's weird that they, this is kind of a new wording or wording of I this. I think you're right because since it says own and control, like yeah. there doesn't have to be that stipulation because right. it's coming under your Yours, control. No matter what. Yeah. So, but then the companion part, can we even do that in commander? I don't think we can. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Your starting deck contains at least 20 cards more than your minimum deck size. Yeah. I don't think we can. Yeah. So right there, he can't be your companion, but as his blinking ability, I dig that because if you're putting it in a blink deck, you just have something else that blinks as well and you can get continuous blinking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can break this. <laughs> Go back and forth. Yeah. That seems, uh, and you just be, you just have ETB effects with all your other things you're blinking so that they come back into play on the next end step. And then, because it's the beginning of the next, it's not yours. So you can keep doing this on everybody's end step. You just have to one thing that blinks something else. Yeah, that could be crazy. Uh, no, it wouldn't go back and forth. You're yeah. right. You're right. Because the next end step, like once this, once your cards come back into play, you're beyond. Yep. So then it would the be next the next step. person's so end be. step. So it would just keep happening at the end of everybody's end step could be a neat little loop so that you don't get wrath yeah <laughs> right only half of your creatures or one set of your creatures die either this guy or your blinked ones no yeah <laughs> that seems kind of cool yeah uh all right and then the last one is zerda the dawn waker this is I guess, would you would you play euron as your commander i could see I, think I, would. I could totally see playing that one i like this one a lot yeah, yeah. um but uh, yeah, the Zidra, the Dawn Waker, it is one Boros Boros with an element. It's an elemental fox, uh, three, three. And let's see here. Activated abilities that aren't mana abilities cost two less to activate. This effect can't reduce the mana in the cost to less than one mana. You can tap one, tap it. Target creature can't block this turn. It can be your companion. Each permanent card in your starting deck has an activated ability. That could be interesting. I could see this one being um, an interesting companion to have, you know, because it's just like everything has activated abilities. That becomes reducing all of it. Yeah. So yeah, equipment. And one one thing now that that's there. There's the there's a card from the commander sets that we totally fucked up on. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The three-mana rock that comes into play tapped. We so should point good. that out right now. We yeah. were wrong. We, we were, were wrong. wrong. Wait, you wait. Can, you can tap it for a land. We, clearly, we stated that, like, oh, I don't think so. But, yeah, tapping a land for mana is an activated ability. And for some reason, we, we both, it did not click there. Yep. So, we were wrong. So it's, it's a really, 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 really good card. Yeah. It's going in almost every deck, pretty much. Uh, and Zerta here is awesome. Well, one thing really quick I just thought of. It's going into my 99. Oh, wait, activate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it could go. We, this could be probably one of the better ones, or 
more fun ones to have as your companion. Like one of the few that I would actually do that as a companion. Mm-hmm. Um, would you do this one as your commander? You could do this one as a commander too. I, yeah. Either or again, in the 99, I'm excited to put this in my Kenrith deck. Mm-hmm. Like it's another oh, yeah, that's a good uh, point. thing that reduces um, the cost. Yeah. So you got three really things nice. now that really adds a lot to, to that. Typically four. So like there's Hearthstone that reduces all activated abilities by one for creatures, I think. But then there's Biomancer's Familiar, Training Grounds, and then Zerda here. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Dig it. Hey. How long did we go? (laughs) An hour and 15. Yeah, I was just about to say, hey, guess what? We have a normal length episode. <laughs> We're good at this stuff. <laughs> I promise the next one's going to be shorter. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're probably not getting two episodes this week because this is going to be it right here. <laughs> Maybe next yeah, week we'll have two episodes because it'll be short. <laughs> well, that's how the, the cookie crumbles, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, let's end this so we can uh, move on to the next one. But, um, yeah, you guys can catch us next week. Uh, We will be going over the top 10 cards from Ikoria, not legendary. We're going to be talking about the top 10 cards that we think uh, are good for Commander. Um, Fucking 10. Fucking 10. Fucking 10. So, yeah, we will uh, catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. See ya. Oh, what is our problem? God, what I, is our problem? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>